Good morning, Memphis. Good morning to those of you listening on Internet Radio across the 50 states. You're on the Real Estate Mortgage Shop Program, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. Connect with me by calling me personally at 901-482-0354. Or if it's more convenient for you, you can email me at jo at jogarner.com. And, uh, you know, if you're on Twitter, send me your comments or questions to hashtag J.O. Garner. like to hear from you on that. And you can also uh, find all kinds of ways to connect with me by going to jogarner.com. And if there's any way I can help you solve a problem or answer a question regarding your real estate or your real estate financing, contact us in the studio while we're on the air today, Saturday morning, August the 29th, 2015. The uh, call in in the studio number is 901 901- Five three five nine seven three two, or if you're outside the Memphis area, you can call eight hundred four seven four nine seven three two. Today's general topic is going to reach out and touch anyone who is a lender, a realtor, a real estate investor, or if you're just out wanting to buy a house or sell a house. This topic is big for you today. Uh, ask the expert how the new real estate lending guidelines affect you. And uh, sitting around the coffee table we uh, this morning, we have Pat Goldstein, and uh, she's a realtor with uh, Cry Like, and Pat has accumulated many awards over her last 28 years in the real estate business. We don't have time to even name them all, but she's been uh, sitting in meetings. She's on the forums committee, uh, sitting in meetings with an advisory board to make sure that our Tennessee Association of Realtors, our contracts and our forms are up to date to work under these new upcoming major real estate guidelines we're about to discuss. Uh, Pat? Good morning. As she said, Pat Goldstein with Cry Like Realtors, and I have been in the real estate business for 31 years now. I started before I was born, but yes, the forms are going to be changing, and they have to change to meet the guidelines because All these new guidelines are going to make a huge difference in the real estate industry, in the mortgage lending industry, in the closing attorney industry. Everything to do with buying a house is going to change, and so our forms had to change with them. We're not in Kansas anymore, are we? As of October 3rd. I could only wish. <laughs> yes. Well, and, uh, you know, because we are speaking about these paradigm changes that are about to happen across the country, not just in Memphis, not just with one bank or another, it's all of us are being affected by this. We've also got on our studio hotline from New Orleans, Nolens, Louisiana. i got to say that right, <laughs> right, Pat? And we're honored to have an attorney who is nationally recognized as being an expert on the new know-before-you-owe rules, real estate and lending regulations that are about to take place. Attorney Mark Sturbkow owns and operates the law firm Sturbkow Law Group. Mark Sturbkow, I am honored to have you as my guest on the Real Estate Mortgage Shop program today. Please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do at Sturb Cow Law Group. Well, thanks, Joe. I appreciate it, and, and, and I look forward to speaking with you and uh, Pat this morning. Uh, I'm a, an attorney, and I do a lot of uh, regulatory compliance work for banks, national mortgage lenders, real estate brokerages, title companies, law firms, uh, uh, property and casualty insurance companies, and, and the like, anybody that's involved in the settlement services industry where RESPA touches these days, which is the Real Estate Settlement Service Procedures Act. And um, it, this has been keeping me busy <laughs> quite a bit. So 
anything involving uh, the RESPA has been my uh, my forte uh, in the last, uh, last decade, it seems. Well, I know you're published. You've been around the country with the gentleman who uh, wrote the rule. You've been uh, on different forums in different cities, just traveling uh, around, educating uh, the real estate professionals, the lending professionals on how this thing works and how we can stay in compliance. We're going to hear a lot from uh, Mark uh, Sturbkow. And if you're a realtor or if you're a lender out there and you have a question or a comment, uh, please give us a call on the air uh, this morning while we're live at 901-535-9732 or if you're on Twitter, hashtag J.O. Garner. We want to hear from you. And... Um, I wanted to also talk about uh, the uh, big regulation changes. We call it know before you owe. We, that's what we call it in the lending industry. Uh, know before you owe goes into effect for lenders throughout the 50 states on October 3rd, 2015. Lots of changes it's, uh, is what is coming that will affect, uh, of course, realtors, lenders, investors, home buyers, and sellers. And I'm an active mortgage loan officer and to be the uh, very best loan officer for my clients who are buying houses or refinancing homes across the 50 states, it's important to watch this mortgage market. And over the last 25 years, I've observed that the only thing, Pat and Marks, that doesn't change is that everything changes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's for sure. From one day to the next, the market has definitely been volatile over the last few days with the Chinese economy in Asia and the Greek situation causing uncertainty in Europe. Our mortgage rates have stayed around 3.875 to the 4% range on that conventional 30-year fixed program. The 15-year conventional rates closed the day yesterday in the 3.125 to 3.25 range. Wow. Yeah, really good stuff. And um, uh, there are some general rate. These are just general rates uh, on the market without requiring any extra money to buy the rate below market. But lots of different factors like your credit scores, your loan type, what uh, you know, what type of loan, loan amount. Uh, everything depends on those factors as far as determining an individual rate. But please call me if you want to find out what terms you can get for a loan to buy a primary residence, a second home, or investment property, or what terms would be um, would be good for you on a refinance of your property in the Memphis area or anywhere in the 50 states. I work in all states, but you have to talk with me personally. And if you if you not talk with me about your loan personally, you're not working with me. And I really want to work with you. So call me directly, 901-482-0354. Email me, jo at jogarner.com or connect with me at jogarner.com. Dot com And you and I can uh, compare financing scenarios to see which one fits your comfort level, even your future plans. But uh, remember, make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, do it today. I've got Marks and Pat here helping me out on this topic. But I'll tell you what, let's do. We're going to go to break in about three or four minutes. We don't have any callers yet. So if you have a question or a comment, you want to talk to me, Pat, or uh, Attorney Mark Sturb, uh, Sturbcow. You can call the request line at 901-535-9732. So we do want to hear from you today, whether you're a lender, a realtor, or a home buyer or seller. But Mark Sturbkow, before we go to break uh, in a few minutes, can you begin just telling our listeners, here's a whole bunch of questions. Why did the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau create these new rules? What are some of the new guidelines? Uh, 
who has to follow these rules and who is going to enforce them? When did they go into effect? How did the new rules affect someone buying or selling a home? I mean, how do these um, know-before-you-owe rules affect real estate and lending professionals? We're going to answer all these questions throughout the show, but I wanted to give Mark Sturbkow a chance to start trying to educate us on what these are. Sure. There are a, it's a, there's a significant change in the way the, uh, the real estate closing process will, will, has been done and will be done in the future. So the, the Consumer Financial Protection Board, or CFPB, uh, has implemented some new rules or will be implementing new rules on October 3rd. And, and the reason for the rules are, 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 are twofold. One is to protect the consumers, and there are two consumers in the transaction. One is the or the consumers that buy, you know, get a, get a mortgage through uh, through a lender or a bank to, to to purchase a piece of property, and the second consumer is the one that's really not often talked about, and that's the pension funds. You have oh. consumers that that have ownership interests in pension funds, and uh, when the crash took place, a lot of pension funds really took a bath because they were purchasing mortgage-backed securities for years, and what they thought they were buying was really in many cases, just a shell of what the real value was. So the Bureau put these sorts of new, this new uh, closing, or no before you owe rule, or what was deemed, uh, what was deemed to be called TRID, uh, into place to kind of bring some normalcy back into the process, some some transparency, um, and, and to allow the consumers a better experience in, uh, in the, in the, in this, 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 the real estate transaction setting. And you know, Marks, I, I appreciate you getting started on that. We're gonna we're gonna answer a lot of questions on how the new real estate lending uh, know before you owe guidelines affect you and throughout our show today. So uh, we're getting ready to go to break here on the Real Estate Mortgage Shop program. I am Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer with Evolve Bank and Trust. We're also talking with Pat Goldstein, who is a very experienced realtor with Crylike. She sits on the forums committee. So she's here to give some uh, education and some uh, information for us. And our honored guest is uh, nationally recognized expert Mark Sturbkow with Sturbkow Law Group. We want to talk with you. So give us a call on the air, 901-535-9732, and we'll see you guys back in just a moment. And you're back on the Real Estate Mortgage Shop program. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me by calling me personally at 901-482-0354. Or if it's more convenient, you can email me at jo at jogarner.com. Go to jogarner.com. I want to connect with you. You can find all kinds of ways to connect with me. Uh, We've got in our studio today around the coffee table Pat Goldstein, who is a very experienced realtor with CryLike. And, uh, Pat, if people have questions, uh, how do they contact you about what we're talking about today? They can call me at 901-606-2000. That's 606-2000. If you want to buy or sell a home, 
I'll be happy to help. Oh, I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she she has been sitting on the uh, Tennessee Association of Realtors Forums Committee, and she is right in the thick of this new regulation change. She's here to uh, educate us and help us uh, get through that uh, transition. Our honored guest today is out of New Orleans, Louisiana. He is a nationally recognized expert on the know before you owe new real estate lending guidelines that are about to hit the country as of October. The third, uh, our topic today is ask the expert how the new real estate lending guidelines are going to affect you, whether you're a lender, a realtor, a real estate investor, or a home buyer or seller. Call us on the air at 901-535-9732. If you're outside the Memphis area, it's 800-474-9732. We do want to hear from you. If you've got a question or a comment, uh, you, the, the, the line is open right now to hear from anybody who wants to talk about how this is going to affect you or your client. But while we're uh, waiting on you guys to call, we're going to have a little fun. We're going to play a little game called the uh, Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. <laughs> and uh, Pat's over here dancing. <laughs> but it's been brought to you by Memphis notable historian Jimmy Ogle. And you can reach Jimmy at jimmyogle.com. And uh, Jimmy Ogle offers free historic walking tours in downtown Memphis in the spring and the fall. Fall is coming up. So get uh, get with Jimmy and uh, go on one of his historic tours. He's, it's a lot of fun. jimmyogle.com. Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape. You can reach them at 901-754-7474. And the Lawhons can help you plan your landscape, even if you're on a budget, or they can help you do it all the way. They did the Collierville uh, Town Center. They've done a lot of uh, really just beautiful places. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. So if you know the answer to our trivia question, call us, 901-535-9732. That's 901-535-9732. Or if you're outside the area, 800-474-9732. Here's our trivia question. Who am I? And here's a hint. All right. I am long overdue and share an address with two other iconic musical attractions. Who am I? Hint number two, I have many stars in my galleries. Many stars. And the third hint, I am only four years old, but my members date back almost 90 years. So, who am I? If you know the answer to that question, call us on the air, 901-535-WREC. 1-800-474-9732. I know there's winners out there that are going to get this gift card. All right. Well, so that's our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And now we are going to jump back in with a very hot topic right now uh, on the um, Ask the Expert, how the new real estate lending guidelines are going to affect you. These will be hitting the country and going into effect October 3rd, 2000. 
15. And uh, I'm Joe Garner, mortgage <laughs> loan officer. I would love to help you if you have questions. Uh, we have some plans worked out to get you through the process smoothly. Pat Goldstein with Cry Like is over here as a realtor, and she can help you uh, get through the process, understand some of the – she's working on the forms right now up in Nashville for the Tennessee Association of Realtors. And we have the expert, nationally recognized expert, Mark Sturbkow with Sturbkow Law Group on the line with us. And, uh, Marks, before we left on that first break, I was asking you the typical journalistic questions about these new real estate lending rules. What are they, who, what, where, and why? So can you pick up where we left off? Sure. The uh, As far as the new rules, it, 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 the initial, the, the original term for it was the, T, the TILA, which is the Truth in Lending Act, uh, real, real Estate Settlement Procedures Act, uh, Integrated Disclosure Form Process, or, or TRID, uh, but the Bureau no longer uses the word TRID. It's now no before you owe. Uh, the, the reason that is because TRID spells backwards <laughs> is considered dirt, and dirt. the Bureau was a little worried that uh, that it sent the wrong message if, uh, if things went uh, went awry once this got, uh, got it's put all in, place, in the perception. Or the right message. <laughs> That's right. Depends on who you're talking to, right? <laughs> That's right. It's, it's clear as dirt. <laughs> so some of the uh, the folks that are going to be enforcing the new rules will be, there are three important pieces. You're going to have the, the CFPB that will be enforcing TRID. Um and that's the Consumer also, Financial Protection Bureau. Correct, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Then you will also have the secondary market investors that will be uh, also enforcing the uh, the rules through their reps and warrants uh, uh, under the, their contracts with with the lenders who are buying the loans. Mm-hmm. And then you also, and then the third piece is going to be the litigation aspect. The the new rules definitely part. open up significant <laughs> liabilities for lenders and mm-hmm. investors and really anyone in the the real estate process uh, to uh, for potential litigation uh, uh, issues re- revolving around defects in, in the uh, the origination or servicing of loans. And uh, you were here with uh, Richard Horn, the gentleman who uh, was instrumental in writing these rules out of Washington. And uh, <laughs> when you were here at the Racket Club talking to uh, Memphis lenders and realtors in the area, y- you were pretty serious. You were talking pretty serious litigation and uh, loss of licenses and things like that. I mean, these guys aren't playing around, are they? They're not. They're not. It's a, it's it. This is a completely different uh, era that we're about to to to, to enter into. Uh, one of the most important parts, and this is something that that very few people know about across the country, very few people discuss, and that is there's on um, the new the new the HUD one settlement statement is that that's now going to be in the garbage can and never be never to be used again. Never be to, to, the terminology is basically being retired. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a closing disclosure form, which more or less replaces the HUD-1. Mm-hmm. On page five of the closing disclosure form, there is a place that has the real estate agent's license number, real estate <laughs> broker's license number, the title agent or settlement agent's license number, the loan officer's <laughs> license number, and the bank or, or lender's license number. And so why is that important? Well, that's very important because the CFPB will be using these that sort of statistical data 
uh, in the new Humda regulations, which are coming down downstream. But uh, those should be out in about a probably the next year or so that we'll see that that being rolled out. And what they'll use that data for off these off these forms is they'll use that for enforcement purposes. Oh yes, they're going to use that to see where the real estate agents sent their you know where their consumers uh, went. And if there's any sort of illegal activities, any illegal marketing agreements or illegal uh, kickbacks or anything that, that may be uh, deemed to be problematic uh, on a federal side or violates federal law, it's going to be very easy to track through data analysis and gathering talk, to see where, where these people, you know, where talk, they went. So, let's, let's talk about those. We've got lenders and real, realtors that I know uh, from social media over here that's been blowing up. Um, they're listening right now. So talk about, we've got a couple of minutes before we go to break, Marks. Can you talk about uh, what is no longer allowed on the business agreements and um, uh, between realtors and lenders and builders and that kind of thing? Wow, that's, that's a, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and it's something that the, the CFPB has taken a very broad view on, on RESPA. Um, uh, there's Section 8, which is an anti-kickback law, and, they're, and under uh, Section 8A. And now, What I understood that you said at the seminar, correct me if I'm wrong, that lenders can't really, we're not even allowed to bring donuts into an open house if it costs more than $5.01. Well, actually, the we have a legal opinion letter from from HUD, but the folks that HUD uh, are now at the bureau, and it actually says that uh, you're not allowed to bring any donuts. There, there was no dollar threshold. If it's a penny, the bureau deems that to be something of value. Right. So, wow. Um, the way that they'll be looking at this for enforcement purposes is, if, if let's say you have a loan officer that's subsidizing the real estate agent or broker's ordinary business expenses. They can go in and look through the new the, the new data aggregation methods uh, that are coming off the, the the closing disclosure form to see. All right, well, this real estate agent had uh, 90 consumers, and every consumer went to the same title company or the same right. Uh, we got about the same, 30 the seconds. Same loan officer, 15 seconds. and it's like this wasn't. You know, they'll look at that to kind of look at that relationship and. Uh, Serious business. Marks, thank you so much. We're getting ready to go to a hard break, but you're on the Real Estate Mortgage Shop program. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. We're talking with Pat Goldstein of Cry Like. We're also talking with Marks Sturbcow of Sturbcow Law Group. We want to talk with you. Give us a call on the air, 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. And you're back on the Real Estate Mortgage Shop program. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me personally at 901-482-0354. Or you can go to my webpage, jogarner.com. There's all kinds of resources and ways to connect. Uh, I want to talk with you. I really do want to help you solve any real estate or financing problems or answer questions for you. Uh, we're all about the solutions in the studio, we have Pat Goldstein, who is with Cry Like and a very experienced uh, realtor. 
She has been uh, working hard on the Tennessee Association of Realtors Forums Committee, and so she's in here is, uh, advising and talking with our very uh, distinguished guest, Marks Sturbkow, who is nationally recognized as an expert in the new regulations paradigm shift regulations that are about to hit the country on October 3rd. And if you're a lender, if you're a realtor, if you're a real estate investor, a home buyer, home seller, Call us on the air today while we're on the air, August 29, 2015, 901-535-9732. We do want to hear from you, Pat. Hey, hey Joe, a lot of people have been saying, how can I avoid all of these changes? There's only one way, and that is you have to be under contract for a house and have a loan application made before October 3rd. Right, that's the way to. That's one way to avoid it, and um, the other way is pay cash. The other way is pay <laughs> cash, and uh, but you were uh, you and I were talking off the air, and you were asking me a question about. Oh uh, yeah, uh-huh. there are some lenders and title companies who help realtors out at say their realtor open houses, which are not open to the consumer. Can they still do that without messing up these regulations, Marks? <laughs> That's a it's a great question, and the answer is uh, is technically it's a, it's a, a violation of RESPA. In those cases, the if you have a title company that is sponsoring the agents' open houses on a Tuesday or Wednesday, um, they're paying for lunch or or other things. That's considered subsidizing the agents agents' ordinary business expenses, and uh, could certainly raise a red flag, and, and, and even more so when there's raffles or, you know, free gas giveaway cards, things of that nature, Darn. that really even uh, at that point that the whole thing is uh, massively uh, problematic. So I would I would steer clear of that, uh, uh, certainly starting now. Uh, Marks, real quick, earlier in the show we were talking about the new no before you owe regulations, and we talked about business affiliations, which is what you and Pat were talking about and how those are going to be very strongly enforced uh, following October 3rd. And But let's go back now. Let's talk to our home buyers and home sellers. There's going to be some mandatory delays built into the uh, the loan process because they want to make sure people do know what they're doing before they owe on the loan. Can you talk about what those delays are? If you're a home seller or a home buyer, uh, maybe even in a domino situation where you somebody's got to sell their house before they can buy your house, how is that going to affect our home buyers and our home sellers? It's going to affect it in, in, in quite a dramatic way, at least at least initially. Um, I would say if you're going to be buying a house, purchasing a house post uh, October 3rd, that you really want to make sure that that your contract uh, and your 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 rates locked in for an extended period of time. And so, and the reason for that is there are a number of lenders across the United States that do not have their software systems that that are up to date. Some of many of them do, but but some of them don't. But we have delays like, for instance, uh, already we're in a situation where once they do the loan application, then we have to wait. uh, Within less than three days or right at three days, we give them an official good faith estimate with the official numbers where we've already gotten the fees uh, calculated from the title company. All of that they get uh, to sign 
uh, within three days of their loan application. Then there are so many days we have to wait and let them review the appraisal. And now on this new guidelines, uh, once you once we get everything approved and we send it to the to the attorney's office, our home buyers and sellers have been accustomed to getting their numbers the day before closing and being able to close. Or with sometimes in some cases there's changes that have to be done at the last minute. We redo the HUD one settlement statement that we've always had and we close within minutes of those changes. Now under the new rule, if there are any changes on this closing statement, they are going to have to wait another three days before. Is that correct? Uh, for the most part, that, that that's correct. Um, there there's some exceptions to it, but for the, but I will tell you that most most lenders are going to be very 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 uh, conservative uh, when this starts out. So if there are any changes done, you know, within the, the three days of the closing, it, it may very well trigger a delay for for your closing process. Well, we have uh, we have Phil on the line, and Phil, um, you're a seller, I believe, and your question is. Um, uh, Phil, are you there? Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, go, go ahead with your question. My question is, if you already have a contract before closing, I have a, a contract to close on October 9th. Is this going to be under the new rules or the old rules? That'll be under the That'll old under rules. rules. So it, it's any it's any the application was made post October 3rd for, for hey, purchase. Hey, Phil, can you turn your radio down? Yes. We're yes. about a six-second delay here, and it's nobody can hear what we're saying. <laughs> if you can turn your radio right. down. Uh, go ahead, Marks. Can you repeat that? Uh, Phil, can you repeat your question, and then Marks repeat the answer? Yes. I have a, I'm have a seller that has a scheduled closing date of October the 9th and wondered if that was going to be under the new rules or the old rules. That'll be under the old rules. It, the new rules take place. Anything, any loan application that's taking take it, that, that is taken after October third, the new rules are, are are implemented. Anything before that are under the old the old rules, and it, it's the the same sort of system that we have today. Um, so, what's going to happen, Phil? Is um one of the major changes is once you get your final documents, instead of closing right then uh, on your final number, when you go to closing, you're going to have to wait three days and hold that, HUD, that hold that closing statement and review the numbers for three days before you can close. And one of the things that I'm seeing, I'm 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 getting over my social media. I mean, we're we're blowing up over here. People are, especially realtors and lenders, are very interested in what uh, how this is going to affect their clients, which is you, Phil, the end user on this. You're right. gonna you're gonna have to have those repairs done long before the day before closing because if there's any changes that are gonna affect money coming out of your pocket, Phil, if you're the home buyer. Then uh, and anything changes made on that final closing statement, you got to wait out another three days. And if you're in a situation where we call it the domino effect, where somebody's got to buy a house in order to get the money, uh, somebody's got to sell their house in order to get the money to buy your house, and down the line, there's a lot more chances that somebody along that domino line of buying and selling houses before they can get to buying your house is going to have a delay. So some of the solutions that we need to put in place are uh, knowing ahead of time that these delays can happen and having it worked out with the moving companies on pods and how to store your stuff. And, you know, these are all the questions that I'm getting on my social media. What do we do? Does that, but are we answering your question, Phil? Yes, thank you very much. I appreciate your call. Phil, I really appreciate you listening to our show. And Pat, you have um, something you wanted to say? 
Yeah, I'd like to ask Joe, what advice are you giving your clients to make the loan process smoother under the new guidelines? Well, you know, Pat, I'm, I'm, I know you know I'm doing that because you've talked yeah. with us at, at Evolve and um, Evolve Bank and Susan and I, my assistant and I, have our own, you know, we do our own thing over there, and we've been practicing under these new, as if we were under the new guidelines for a, for a while now. We have a calendar for each of our clients to make sure that we can save them, where we can save them time. Uh, you know, lenders are going to be, the one thing that I can tell you is email is your friend. If you try to send stuff through the mail, like, for instance, um, we, we email you documents, and you're like, well, I don't want to have to, e-sign they call it e-sign electronically sign this and get it back simultaneously right away i want to put it in the mail well i mean that's going to take extra time and eat it up on your loan process um we're going to be trying to email you if you don't have an email address find a family member find somebody you trust that we can use their email to contact you and let that be your official email because if we have to uh, disclose to you by snail mail we got to wait three days before we can even start counting the three days um of disclosure period so if we can do it by email we can start counting that three days uh, right away that the time you have to look at at paperwork um Realtors and borrowers, as soon as the appraisal call, appraiser calls to make an appointment to see and appraise a subject property, don't put this off. And another thing is uh, we're going to be depending heavily on realtors' experience and looking at houses and giving uh, an estimate of, oh, do you think we're going to have to have repairs required? Because if you're trying to get closed really quickly, the last thing you want to do is start the loan process, lock the lock the rate in, and start that time time clock ticking, and then say, "Oh well, we're we're going to hold off on the loan until the the inspection items are worked out before we even allow the appraiser to come out." You are wasting a lot of time. We're going to have to clean it up right there is where we need to clean up, shortening the the time on uh, getting your loan closed. Used to, 30 days was the normal time it would take to close a loan. Now it's going to be no less than 45. Is that right, Marks? Yeah. At least initially we're telling folks that uh, at least make sure that they have their contracts and and, and rate locks in for, for, you know, up to 60 to 75 days for the first uh, 60 to to 90 days after the rule goes in place. Because there's going to be a lot of confusion over the rules. Different people have different interpretations across the across the, the uh, across the spectrum. So um, it, it's going to be a little bit of a, a drawn out process, and um, you just have to be extremely careful. I will say this for for real estate agents and and others and buyers and sellers in the process. I think we I think Mark's um, we lost you, and we've got a whole bunch of people on deck um, oh, sure. re- waiting to uh, get on the line, and we're getting ready to take a break. So Martha is an appraiser, and she wants to know how this is going to affect her as an appraisal appraiser. Tom King is an appraiser. He's on the line. If you guys, and I want to thank you ahead of time for, for being patient with us. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come right back and get you guys on the air. You're on the Real Estate Mortgage Shop program. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. We're talking with Pat Goldstein of Cry Like, and we're talking with attorney Mark Sturbcow of Sturbcow Law Group. Give us a call on the air, 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. And 
You're back on the Real Estate Mortgage Shop program. I'm your host, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me personally at 901-482-0354. If you're not talking to me personally, you're not working with me, I want to work with you. So you got to call me personally, 901-482-0354. Or connect with me on the uh, webpage, jogarner.com. We're also talking with Pat Goldstein of Crylike, a very experienced realtor and very experienced at working uh, on these new guidelines that were uh, this going to come up and affect us all over the country for real estate and lending. And we've got uh, our uh, distinguished guest today is a nationally recognized expert on the new know-before-you-owe rules that are about to hit the country, Mark's Sturbcow with Sturbcow Law Group. And uh, if you want to call us on the air, if you're a lender, a realtor, a home buyer, home seller, you can reach us on the air today, August 29th in the morning, Saturday morning at 901-535-9732. We've got Martha on the line. And Martha, how can we help you today? Um, I'm an appraiser, and I would like to know how uh, am I supposed to handle the fact that I'm told that I must wait until after the inspection is done before I perform the appraisal. Wow. You know, and that happens so much, Martha, where um, we're on the clock, we're trying, we've locked the loan, we've got the documents, we're off and running, and we uh, order the appraisal, and then we get a call and it says, whoa, hold the phone, we had an inspection done, there's these other deals, other repairs that are going to have hey, to be Joe, worked can out. can I answer that one? You may. If you read the contract, every, every agent should know, but if, if consumers read the contract, it says in there, Appraisal must be ordered within, I believe it's five days of the binding agreement date, which is the date that everybody signed it. If the appraisal is held off, you may be in breach of contract. Wow. So that really puts the pressure on, um, Martha, on on people to allow you to go on out and do the appraisal, it sounds like. Very much so. So It does. (laughs) And you're an appraiser, so... um, uh, I appreciate your call. Did you want to say the name of your appraisal company? No. Okay. Fine. Well, Martha, I appreciate so much you listening and calling. And if you're uh, a lender, if you're an appraiser, if you're in this business and you have some wisdom you want to offer, please call us on the air, 901-535-9732. Martha, thank you so much. And we have an old friend on the line, an old friend of uh, mine and the rest of our listeners, Tom King with Bill King Company. He's also an appraiser. Uh, Good morning, Joe and Pat. How are you all today? Hey, Tom. (laughs) Good morning. My question is, uh, you know, there are a lot of changes with FHA, I think, in the next few weeks or months. uh, basically, FHA appraisers are going to have to look at the appliances and things like that, uh, test them out, air conditioning, heat, even washers and dryers. <laughs> oh, and like I know that. it's incredible. You're kidding. And uh, yeah. but my question September. is, uh, I did a, a final inspection yesterday, and I called them up and I said, "This thing's not done. The repairs are not complete." And the bank said, "Oh no, we're at the closing table. I guess that's not going to be done anymore, is it?" <laughs> Oh my no, goodness! That will not be done. <laughs> mainly because those, I've got those days are going to certainly be over, and, and uh, I think uh, one of the that, that's one of the advantages to to the to the new process is that the consumers will get their their you know all their documents at least three days before the closing date, so they they know exactly what the costs are going to be, and and it, it, you know everything will be ready well in advance of uh, uh, or of, of the closing date. 
Um, and, and that's that's a that's an important piece. So one thing about and I'll say this real quick. One thing about the new process is you have to look at the new process as a short sale process. So after October 3rd, every closing is effectively a short sale. That that's the way you mentally you have to. In other words, it's it's not. There's nothing short about it. In other words, if you're in the real estate industry, you know a short sale is not short. <laughs> a long sale, long sale. <laughs> okay, well that's a good answer. And Tom, you're right. There are some changes we didn't even have time to cover today. Coming up in September on FHA and Fannie Mae. If you want to know what those changes are, you can reach me directly, Joe Garner, at nine zero one four eight two zero three five four. Uh, real estate tip of the week. Get your documents in ASAP. And Pat, that's important now, but it's going to be critical after October third if you want to close your loan. Right. And uh, Mark's real quick. Are there any rules as to uh, lenders being able to ask borrowers for documents before? Uh, I mean, before they find a house. Um, th- there are there if. There are six key trigger things that, that actually constitute an application, which uh, the application process is different than it, than it used to be. But if we, get, and, if we get all of those and we don't have a house uh, picked out yet, they just want to get pre-approved, uh, are the, I mean, am I going to be able to ask them for documents to, in order to pre-approve them or no? I, I, I'll tell you uh, – I would, if you take all six items, you're going to have to basically give them a binding, uh, okay, uh, binding estimate. So very, very good. Well, um, here's our real estate tip of the week: is get your documents in ASAP. Uh, we're going to cover this topic a little bit more since we're about to go off the air on another day, or you can call me and uh, personally, and I can uh, walk you through this. Some real quick announcements. Talk Shop offers free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Coming up Wednesday, September 2nd, 2015, join us for Mary Lou Nowick of uh, Home Helpers, and she's presenting practical and financial options for elderly loved ones to remain in their homes. Uh, Talk Shop events are free at the University of Phoenix, 65 Germantown Court, first floor there in Memphis across from the Ag Center, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. every Wednesday. And for more information, you can go to talkshop.com. That's talk, S-H-O-P-P-E.com. To hear today's podcast of the Real Estate Mortgage Shop and others, go to jogarner.com. And, of course, we always tell you, make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, do it today. And, Pat, I think you had something you wanted to say. Yes, the thing about getting your documents in, that's not just at the very beginning because they will continue to ask for things. Yes. That goes through the whole thing. If they ask for something, get it to them pronto. Yes, and uh, here's something from the quote corner, just in case uh, we have to go off the air. I wanted to ask Mark something, too, but from our quote corner, we have um, we have Maya Angelou. Stepping onto a brand-new path is difficult, but not more difficult than remaining in a situation which is not nurturing to the whole woman. Love, um, Maya Angelou. And we've loved hanging out with you today on the Real Estate Mortgage Shop program, and we hope to see you guys back uh, next week. Contact me at jogarner.com. Pat, what's, what's your number? 901-606-2000. And find out more about Mark Sturbcow on my blog, jogarner.com. Mark, Mark's any final short comments? I, I, I think uh, the process should be uh, should 
it'll be a new paradigm that, that'll get easier as we go along. So Stay on the line, Marks, and we'll uh, see you guys back next Saturday. Party in the theater, money in the bank.